Coming to you from the voice of the ghetto Well, I say equal rights and justice for all man to speak, yeah, yeah. So Babylon, your days are numbered. Oh, well, welcome to another edition to the uh, podcast. It's episode number 28. It's June 2nd. It's a lovely Tuesday evening. There's still riots on the street, so let's... Uh, See what's checking with Diggler and see what's going on in Tacoma. There we go. Yo, yo. How's your block looking? Dude, well, I I was after work I went and got went to Mr. Lee's and the guy in front of me was they were talking about protests and I was like, protests? And they go, yeah, they had a big, they uh, had a protest that started at Wright's Park yesterday, and now they got one today at Wapato Park. And Wapato has no reason to walk down more south. They only have a reason to walk downtown Tacoma. They and if I'm really quiet, I can, if I'm really quiet, I can hear horns honking in the background, like full-on honking, like, oh, like at Wright's Park? Because that's where you're at, right? At Wapato, so I'm at my house. Oh wow, you can hear it. For, you can hear it. So from I'm, sit, I'm sitting on the. Yeah, I mean, trust me. That's so, a long ways away from you. No, but we pay property tax for uh, water waterfront. Check that out. You for do Wapato. Yeah, on our thing it says Wapato Lake is is kind of waterfront for us, and we're like, dude, we're like a half a mile from that shit. Yeah, exactly. That's. That's you're, no, you're nowhere used, near it. I mean, I've been to that park maybe six times in my life. <laughs> I mean, well, some's got. I've been, been closer to right. I've been closer to Wright's Park because it has a whole bunch of cool little bars around that area. Hmm. What bars are? Yeah, the old Hobnob. Well, the Hobnob is right across from the park, and that's a old. Uh, they got the the uh, bars in the back. But they, it's more of a home-style uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner place. Or maybe breakfast, lunch, because normally it's just the bar that's open at night. Hmm. And then you got, a, you got a, a pizzeria right around the other, uh, on top of Wright's Park. Uh, there's a couple of places. We walked around there. You don't remember? Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I know Wright's Park in that area. Uh, I mean, cause just, so it, be, just yeah. below, just below that, you know, is basically the, the, the end Rustin, of Pack Ave. Rustin. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. on to Rustin. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a little bit to get to Rustin, but basically right around the corner there. Man. Yeah. So uh, what, what's, what's, you've been seeing any, uh, protests? Well, let's see here. Um, I had class today and I was talking to, cause we do it online and, there's a girl that lives in New York and she was saying she didn't even want to get out of her apartment because there was shit on fire, like outside of her building. All sorts tonight. Of, all, yeah. Tonight, all sorts of shit. So like, um, she goes, plus like, you know, I mean, we've been talking this whole time about the COVID thing. Like she's, yeah. I don't know. She goes, it's fucking nuts. Cause like, this is the epicenter of all of it, you know? 
this has got to this has got to be hell for somebody who has anxiety. Yeah. I mean, just because I mean, like, uh, I went to work the other day just to get my uh, print out of my paycheck because I, I didn't get it at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. So we have a we have a uh, 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 curbside pickup. Oh, so for, you can buy something. You just can't come into the store. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, like so Best, anyway, Best Buy does. I, I, Best Buy does that too. They just make you like yeah, curb, curbside yeah. pickup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I go in and they're, they're like, Whew, we didn't get a hit. I go, what? And uh, XL, the one next door that used to be Red Western Wear way, way back in the day. Oh, the, the, the big dude store. They got broken in and, they got broken in and looted. Car toys in the coma got broken in oh. and looted. And the uh, hairstyle place on the other side of next to car toys got broken into and looted. And Pro Golf did and not? I, no, and I think it's because we have bars on our window. We've always had bars on our window. Yeah, I know. That's wild. So, I mean, that might have been our saving grace because we even looked at our video camera. My uh-huh. boss did, and he told me about it. And uh, they were looking in the window and stuff, but they saw the, the you know, they went for easier targets because, like, car toys, you can just knock in there. You know, so many businesses just have a glass door. Right. Like, you smash that, you walk right in. You right. can't do that at our place. No, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, when did you say? When did you? When did you say that uh, you were over there? You said you were over pro golf t- today, right? No, yesterday. Yeah, well, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday when I went and well, yeah, yesterday when I went and got my uh, dad his food and whatnot because he can't go to the store. <laughs> I went and checked in on the shop there because I want to know when I'm going to start working again. So on Mon- Mon- Monday, June 1st, fucking car toys was glass windows were busted out and the, and the XL place. That or the day before, you know, I mean, my days kind of get jumbled together since I haven't been on a consistent work schedule. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. My, it, so it, it's just last day or two. I mean, it's hard to wake up this day, today and be like, God, what is today? Is today Tuesday or Wednesday? Because recycle goes out on Wednesday. Should I put my can out there? Yeah, I don't know. That's how I kind of I look at my schedule. I just sit out on the front porch, and, and I know every Wednesday we either have uh, recycle or we have the, the uh, yard waste go out. It's garbage day. So I just, I just wait to see what my neighbors put out, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Wednesday. So then maybe we should name this podcast Waiting for Garbage Day. <laughs> yeah, today's Recycle Day. Waiting it's for, Recycle Day. Waiting for Recycle Day. We got to be more, uh, you know, green friendly. I like Waiting for Garbage Day. That's kind of funny. Oh, we could just say it's garbage. It is garbage. Well, I'm trying to get rid of it. But that's what life's turned into is just, you know, Waiting for Garbage Day. Wait. What day is it? Oh, let's see. What day is garbage day? Wait for garbage day. Yeah, wait for garbage day. <laughs> wait for garbage, garbage day. <laughs> garbage bills do I have to pay today? What kind of garbage am I sticking in my gut? What kind of garbage am I drinking? I mean, I'm having a couple of cores Light right now, and I paid for it, so I buy garbage. But, I mean, hey, that's hey, the trick. Hey, if, uh, you know, 
helps you enjoy your life just a little bit more. Why not? As long as you're not uh, hating your part of your life because of it, then that's a problem. Well, no, I you're, get, you're, you're getting up, you're working. Yeah, but I, I came to the fact that I'm a, if uh, I was getting diagnosed by a, a psychologist, they would diagnose me as an alcoholic because of the amount of alcohol I drink. <laughs> it's not like I take a couple of days off. It's like every day I get off work, I have a sex pack, you know? That's I mean, amazing. Me, you, it's, you weigh like 155 pounds tops. Yeah, 153. <laughs> I know if I go to 154 and then I'm like, oh, I'm a little chubby. I better fucking better skip, you know, I'll better fast for a day. I just, I know where I'm at. I know where I feel comfortable. My body feels healthy. But I know that if I had a psychologist, they would be like, well, first of all, uh, Diggler, you're self-medicating yourself, which is never recommended. But you seem to have been doing it well. You get up in the morning, you have a couple of beers. You call them shower beers from your chart here. And uh, you smoke a dab or two before you proceed to go to work. But you 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 have high ratings and job performances at work. You don't have any bad customer feedback. And, and uh, you go home and then you have another six-pack and do another couple of dabs and go to bed. I mean, I would like to class classify you as an alcoholic, but you're a functioning alcoholic. So that's what they classify me as. I'm a functioning alcoholic. And it's not because I drink hard liquor or anything. It's just the consistency of how much I drink. Every day. Well, dude, I dab, I, I smoke pot every day too. But I look at it as like I know my self-medication. And it's like, if I go too far, that's when I save them when like you're, you're in town and we go out on a UFC night or something like that, then I can pump it up a little bit. But for the most part, I just kind of try to take it nice and smooth. <laughs> never had to get an operation in my life. I've never, you know, just as just, the, just uh, as the dude intended. <laughs> well, the dude is telling you if you can self-medicate without taking any pills, you might want to consider doing it because I do not like pills. Yeah, I think I think staying away from pills is a wise thing, but um, I think oh, people take it for pain and all this, and I understand we all got pain, but the thing is, you got to realize there are certain things in your body that's going to hurt predominantly the most part of your life. What's you that? Just, you're, you, you, well, you just get parts that worn way wear out. Maybe your knee goes out. Maybe you know what you do is you try to get a knee replacement or try to get it fixed, but. Yeah, that's you know, true. If you, get put on, if you get put on pain pills, I mean, it's not a good idea to try to try to get used to them because eventually the doctor's going to be like, you don't need them anymore, and you're like, well, I really like them. Like, come on, can I get another? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm scared of. I mean, I'm, exp I I'm experiencing the knee thing, um, but, you know, I just went on a jog. <laughs> it wasn't a fast jog today, but did go on a you know, I kind of like judge life by like that. If I can get out there and fucking run a little bit, you know, for me, that's like two or three miles a couple times a week. You know, that's, that feels good. I like to ride the bike now that I got one, like fucking, um, just little things like that. I mean, you walk the fucking golf course. I mean, that's a pretty good test. 
you probably do lose a little weight when you're in caddy season, right? You're walking so much, fucking chambers, you know? Oh, yeah, they say uh, walking chambers, elevation-wise, it's like walking all the way up to the top of the space needle and back down just using the stairs. Yeah. That's the elevation change, and then you just got to spread it out about mm, seven and a half miles. That's a, that's a pretty powerful walk. Well, it's just, it depends where your player hits it. If they hit it all over the fucking map. You're all over the place. Yeah, but the thing is, both both what you and me do or like to do, like like you like to ride the bike and go running, jogging on your day, you know, your time off and stuff, it makes you feel healthy. The same thing I feel that way is when I'm caddying, it makes me feel healthy. It's like, yeah, I might have a cigarette or two while I'm walking the course, but hey, not too many people can do this every day. Because I remember the first time I ever did that job, I had a double bag, and they didn't tell me I had caddy change-out bags, so I had two heavy motherfuckers on my back, and I crawled up seven. That's straight uphill before you get to eight, the part five, that's straight. And I got up that hill, and I was literally thinking in my head, how am I going to tell these guys I, I quit? Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like getting ready to say, I was like, well, I can't say I got it in the bathroom. Like, I can't just say I shit my pants, so that's out. You know, unless you really want to and that you don't want to be that story. So I, I was getting ready to tell the guys that my dad just had a medical emergency. Oh God! Sorry, I'll try to get him a caddy for the turn. And as I was crawling up seven, I looked up. My face, my chin is almost on the the grass because it's that steep of the incline. As I'm walking with two bags over my back, yeah. I look up. I see uh, Hagen, good friend of mine, Hagen. First loop I ever went, I went with Hagen, and he looks at me, he goes, hey, Brixie, you doing okay? You going to make it? And I just remember thinking, that son of a bitch, because I knew he was like 24, 25, and I'm in my, you know, mid-30s. I got the little ego coming to me, and all of a sudden it went in my head, it popped in my head. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to make it around this course, and, and, you know, I'll quit after that. So I was determined to make it around the course. And he told me as you're standing on air, he goes, hey, I uh, can't believe you didn't you get change-out bags for those. I go, well, change-out, what's that? He goes, we have caddy bags that are, you know, those ping bags, much lighter. Oh, just God. People to put in what they want. And so I, I ran down nine. I was like, here's your putter. Hagen's going to tell you how to read them. I'm going to switch out your bags. And I go to the caddy shack, and the caddy master is looking at me. He just smiles. He goes, hey, how you doing? How's your lip going? And I looked at him without even hesitating. I'm like, hey, I heard you had some change-out bags. And he's like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot to tell you about that. Wow. And he's, he's, he's laughing with me, but he did it on purpose. And he looked at me and he goes, you know what, Danny? You'll never have a tougher loop, loop in your life. Because he knew it was my first loop. I'm not used to walking that terrain. My body wasn't in shape for the job, and I'm carrying about 80 to 100 pounds on my back for nine holes <laughs> and then I was able to switch it out. Then I was able to switch it out for ha carrying about 60 pounds. So I, I eliminated, you know, you know, 15, 20 pounds per bag. And, uh, and the last nine holes I cruised, it was like nothing. And I got paid, the guys paid me really well. And, uh, I didn't work there for a year. I took a whole year off because I knew physically I wasn't able to do it. That's kind but of, now I do it all the time. I, I can do it all the time. It's like you go jogging all the time, you know. No, I agree. Like it, it you got to have that one 
one time you won't ever forget. <laughs> Luckily, it was your first time. No, no, but I mean, the thing, too, is that I realize it's like, you know, I'm only going to get older. And if I get older and sit around and not do anything, yeah, I'm get... going to be miserable. My joints are going to wear out sooner. My, my muscles are going to, you know. I go, I go, so I, I've learned to enjoy moving around, working out. So I smoke pot before I do it and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, that seems to tame it down a little bit. Like, I mean, I've, I've, there's a trail around chambers I've jogged and, uh, dude, that's no joke. Like going either way, either direction, you just complete that loop. It's, um, oh, yeah. three miles and there are parts of it. I'd say a good quarter mile of it straight uphill. You want to go uphill where the trees are on the other side of 12. Yeah, there's some, yeah. Um, those are some you tough switchbacks. You want to run down where the shuttles go up and back and forth. You want to run down that hill. Because if you run up that thing at the end, it's straight uphill. Mm -hmm. There's no rest areas. No. You know, I mean, and you're getting at the, the end of your run. Yeah. You climb up the mountain i've done it i've done it both ways like and i don't think either way is any way either the hill you're talking about right now or the switchbacks i don't think there's any easy way around it well i like you, the you, switchbacks because at least you kind of go it's like it's like trying to get back up a hill when you're when you're skiing you can try to get up but you got to go really back and forth it's pretty steep. There's some like initially, like if you're if you've already went jogging, let's say you start from the uh park or whatever up there, the far back corner. Yeah. Not down below, yeah. but like, you know, up top with the parking lot. And uh yeah, yeah. you start there and let's say you go down the switchbacks and then right. you go down fairly quickly and then you got that long ass hill to come back up, right? Or if mm -hmm. you go the other way, see the nice thing is if you go down the switchbacks and you go up that big mm -hmm. ass hill to get back to the park, yeah. it's all downhill. It's all downhill to end it. Or when it's back to the park, it's all downhill because I mean you park up top, right? Yeah. So it's all uphill, and then you have to go. Par you have to go basically equal ground because that whole uh, promenade. That's from eight all the way over to thirteen. That's all straight. There's no downhill there. Either way, it's tough. But like on the golf course, you don't really, you can't really decide your fate. Like you're saying, like these fucking guys, if they suck, they'll just hit it all over the place. So like you're doing this fucking up, down, oh. short, stop, go, mm -hmm. look, and, look and for the fucking I'm, ball. I'm carry, you got to remember, I'm carrying two bags. So all of a sudden, somebody slices off to the right. Sometimes I'll tell the other guy, I'll be like, yeah, go ahead and aim where he's at. That's an okay spot because I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> and I'd, then he'll hook it. I'd be a great caddy, but um, I can't. He'll hook I, it. So you got to go both ways. I think I'd be a great caddy, but I'd be I'd have a hard time finding those fucking balls. I can't see that well. You hear him. So, I mean. You played golf long enough. If you hit a ball right now. Just on the way you hear it come, heard it come off of your club face or your driver, you know if it went right or left. You know how your body position is at the end is basically a story about your swing. So if you see somebody's body motion at the very end, you know if they came through with an open cup voice or 
close cut club face because I can't see, especially when you're down there on a mile, like a slightly overcast day where there's some clouds out there, you got nothing but the water. And then it's not like you've got a tree line course. You got some islands out there and water and islands. And then it's all blue skies. And if you got a little white in there and you hit a white ball against that background, you lose it. So you almost got to sit there and look at their position. I always look at my players' eyes because their head will probably go where they think it's going to go. And so I just focus on that area and I just look at the grass or the sand trap over there. And then I wait for something to land, you know, because I mean, I, I can't see, I can't see well, but just hearing it and seeing somebody's body motion, they'll tell you a lot. Yeah. But I don't know. It does. I mean, I would imagine the more you do it, but, um, I just physically can't sit like if the ball gets with outside of a certain range, I just sometimes can't see it. You know, I mean, it's put it, put it, put it this way. You're watching a two guys, uh, do an MMA fight and you see one guy get the other guy in a submission hold. And you can explain to the crowd the way he got to the submission hold is because he tucked here and he, hold in here and he so you know how he got there even though you might not have saw it once you see the submission hold where he started you're like oh he had to get there this way your after swing is i I see what you're saying yeah that's crazy anyways and most of the time just your players want you to just make sure they you know hold my drink well it's nice that you You can you know smoke a little weed and then go do that because i'm telling you all the runs that I used to do there, especially going down that big ass hill you were talking about, uh, doing that just with a little bit of weed and it feels like you're fucking flying, but be careful. You fall on your ass. Like the, uh, yeah, don't take the problem. Yeah. You don't want to fall to go downhill. No, there are some long switchbacks there too, but, um, you know, you run the edge of those things, you make the wrong move. You could fall down those fucking things. <laughs> Talking about weed, you know, the one thing, this whole uh, uh, coronavirus and protests and stuff's probably going to do. What's that? It's probably going to legalize, legalize weed federally. Mm. There's no reason to keep it around anymore. I mean, not, there's no reason to keep it as a, a feared drug. I mean, you get more of those protesters stoned and they don't become looters. True. I mean, let's think about this. Those These places where the riots are happening. I mean, there's shit. I believe there's still things happening tonight in Seattle. There's a curfew in place. There's fucking people out there. And, uh, you know, there's even people in Edmonds and stuff like that. I mean, people are really using this as a way to just get attention for not just this guy's death, but I think a lot of other things. So it's well, interesting. The, guy, the people that are the, the people are vandalizing and and arson. They don't. They're not marching for the guy. We got to remember that because the people that are marching for the guy are marching pretty peacefully. There's a lot of people that are hidden in with them, and and you know I give a lot of credit to the people that are running the protests. They're like, no, hey, if you see somebody like. Like you said, John Jones the other day grabbing, you know, freaking spray, spray cans out of a, uh, uh, 
people that were going to vandalize. And he goes, what the fuck are you doing? Give me your, give me your can. And they're like, who are you? And he goes, you're, you know, give me your fucking can. I ain't going to talk much. <laughs> Did you not hear that? No. John Jones stopped somebody. Yeah. So I must've been talking to, uh, Kenny backroom, Kenny. And, uh, cause we were talking about it. I knew it was either me or you because we're, I'm, you're the only two people I talked to about stuff like that. And, uh, MMA type of people. And, uh, no, John Jones went right up. If you got your internet available. No, I'm out on the porch just chilling. Oh, are you out on the porch? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's not bad. It's not hot. And it's not raining, so that's a, that's always the best part. Is like when it's not raining, which we haven't got a lot of raining days. Thank God, it's been kind of nice during this entire quarantine. It's been nice, which sucks because like we can't fucking go outside and go enjoy it. Really, I mean, I try to get out and go to the beach and stuff, but I mean, I hear someone out on their motorcycle right now. So here's my question. Do you think people are pretty much done with the coronavirus because they're doing all these protests? We'll see, and, we'll see in the next couple of weeks because we'll see it in the numbers. I mean, we'll maybe see uh, that curve start to, you know, spike back up. Let's say it does spike up. Let's say it spikes up. What would be acceptable spike? I don't know. 5%, 20%. But, but people are going out and protesting in the middle of the coronavirus. I mean, some people are wearing masks and stuff like that, but like, who knows who's got shit? You know, you just don't know. And uh, it, might actually, it might actually, with all these people out and about, it might actually show that we were way more scared of this coronavirus than we should have been. If the, number, Maybe, if the numbers go up. Well, most of the people out there are at a healthy age. Unfortunately, some of them are a little overweight, which normally says diabetes and things like that. I'm not trying to put people in a category, but normally if you're overweight, you got diabetes <laughs> or, or, a heart, or a heart issue, you know, because your body is not, your heart's not designed to pump for 300 pounds when it's designed for a 200 pound frame. Yeah. That's... You got to figure it's working at least, you know, 150% other than 100%. And then you're shuffling, you know, Big Macs down your fucking gut. Well, I'm not shoving Big Macs down my gut, but... Uh, well, you're not 300 pounds neither, but if I was 300 pounds, I bet you would lead back to a fucking Mc, Mc, uh, the, the, the secret sauce. I don't know, man. I just try to get outside and just go for a jog or a bike ride every day. Um, I can't always do the jog, and the bike ride's not sometimes not always enough, but, you know, at least Have you're... You. You're moving around, because otherwise Have I'm you inside. Have you ladies that were mad at you for going by them without not wearing a mask on your bike? Oh, I got. I think I got stopped jogging one time. I was jogging, and some old lady bitched at me. That was, like, early on, too. I think maybe, I don't know, April or so. She stops me, and she goes, hey, we're watching this, too. <laughs> okay. We're watching this very my closely. Question, like, well, why are you out? Fucking my, no mask. My question is, how could you run with a mask on as much as you're breathing in and breathing out? Because you're like, I, I mean, know. like for me, when, I, when I'm working in the warehouse and I'm just walking around, grabbing shit and stuff, it, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of annoying. 
I mean, you got to keep it on, but the thing is, it's, I couldn't imagine running and having to keep a mask on. I think if you're running, um, why do you need a mask at all? You're, you're probably healthy enough to jog whatever track that you're on, you know, or whatever your route that you're running. I doubt you have. Well, the thing is, I doubt you're sick. Well, the thing too is, you're running past these people in such a fast way. It's very, very slow chance, low chance that you, right as you come in contact with them, you cough on them. Yeah, <laughs> I am breathing. You know, I am breathing. I am breathing hard, but you know, like, and I'm, I'm not. You're probably inhaling when you're dry, when you're running past people. You're not exhaling. Uh, I'm usually exhaling because I don't want to breathe what you got going on. Mm, old people do smell a little funky. Dude, some people wear like perfume and cologne and things like that, and you run past them, they smell. It's like Jesus, because like I've been running like they re- they reopened the beach park down here. And uh, I've been running through that or riding my bike through it, you know, as often as I can. And so I got a pretty good idea what's going on with, like, you know, the amount of people that are down there. It's just unbelievable how many people are down there every single day. So, like, and I would say they're doing a good job of staying away from each other. But, you know, there are way more people out doing normal things than there was in the past. For sure. Doesn't that kind of make you happy? It does. I mean, it is. You go to the. I've been to the golf course a bunch of times, and the golf course, no one wears a mask. Oh, dude. However, uh, I did go into a weed store recently, and uh, they said, only way you're coming in here is with the mask on. And I didn't have a mask. So I had to go out to my car and I like literally found another shirt wrapped around my face and then walked in. Is that crazy? The re- right to refuse service. Can't come in here with unless you have a mask. Some people are like that. Costco's like that. I mean, re- I just always have an extra mask in the car and stuff. But well, what is it going to look like to go back to a bar if you if you got to fucking wear a mask to get weed? You know, I mean, what's it going to be like going back to a bar? Is that ever going to happen again? You're going to have a mask with a straw hole. Seriously. Or like, yeah, a beer hat, you know, with the fucking mask on. The tubes go underneath your mask. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I do know. I, don't know. I, do. I mean, I, all I think is I think it's going to get back to a point quicker than we think. I bet you by July four, we have the we have the case of Tacoma, we have the Freedom Fair, and I say that would be a good idea to see how people are reacting, and that's only a month away. See how people are reacting uh, in a in a in an area where everybody comes out. Case of Tacoma. I mean, I think we should kind of do the taste this year and just kind of walk around. I think that um, we'll find out if those numbers go up or down after these protests um, by then. Oh, yeah. Because if the numbers don't, if they keep going down, and after all the protests and stuff, people have been in the streets for like four or five days now, uh, they eventually go home, and 
eventually what will happen is we'll see if these numbers go up or down. It's just one of those things. The numbers aren't even a concern to the average citizen anymore. They don't even care about that anymore if they think they're going to get shot in the street. You know, it's funny. Um, out where my grandparents live in Yelm, uh, they have only had one coronavirus death, in I think, in Thurston County, which is just your neighboring south, southern county from your peers. It's like that's Olympia. Uh-huh. That's like Olympia. They've had like one death. That's it. Isn't that crazy? I know, but if, yeah, but if you're the only town open and Tacoma's closed down, where is everybody going to go? To Thurston County. So, I mean, it's kind of a tough decision to close certain people down, but definitely in rural areas, like really, like Allen, Washington and stuff like that, where Oak Brook uh-huh. is, uh-huh. never should have closed down. I don't know. But, I mean... We, Hopefully we're able to look back on this and be like, hey, remember last year when we had that crazy shit going on? So. And be be like, yeah, I know. Thank God it's back to normal. Okay. So is Meadow Park open yet? What's the story with them? Uh, I haven't. I don't know. Um, I know Alan Moore is. I know majority of golf courses have been able to be open. And I'm not planning on doing a game down at Meadow Park for at least probably another week to two weeks just because how I'm working now. And, well, and I know they're not going to allow me to have a uh, big group out there next week. So, But it's funny because Jackson, they have a marshal on the par three. So like when we went and played last week, there's a marshal up there and he's like, like, hey, how you doing? And uh, he's like, you guys are playing twosomes, right? And it was like, wink, wink, nod, nod, and then he drove away. We played a foursome the entire time. There's other people out there playing threesomes and foursomes. Like, it just didn't matter. People on the golf course yeah, were still able to stay far away. No, no, exactly. But the thing is, people that never done my game before, they're not going to understand 30 people playing in the same group. I think as long as everybody's standing away, I think even in that scenario, people can not be so. They they'll click off. There's like clicks. They'll people that came up like there's in there like a dude and his dad that come up come out every week. Every week when we run it, but the thing is, as people walking by, I got to remember I have the Special Olympic kids normally go out before we go out. And then as we go out, we're the last round of the day, basically. And the people that are coming in, because the head pro has many complaints from county officials. They're like, how did you, I looked over and there was like 25, 30 people playing the same hole on the Williams nine. And he's like, no, 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 they do this every week. It's not a big deal. And he's like, well, you know, you, they, you know they can't do that. It's, you know, safety issues. And he goes, no, you don't understand how the games ran. It's not like people are taking, you know, it's, I I like to say I run it very smoothly. And I think it runs great. People who are in the game, they know how it's run. But when you look at it from an outside perspective, you, it looks like a shit show. I mean, sometimes it is, but uh, for the most part, there's people are in there to make some money. 
you know, because there's money on the line. And, well, yeah. and it's an individual well, yeah. thing. Bring that up with county officials that we're not allowed to gamble. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a it's this, this competitive thing. Uh, I think that um, it's going to be weird for a while because I was like, well, maybe I could get a skins game going on at Jackson's, you know, part three and kind of like that'd be some crazy stuff. We have maybe a couple nights a week. That's what you're doing. Friday night skins game and a Monday night skins game or something like that. I don't know, just different nights of the week. Is, is, it, a part, is it a part three course? Yeah. Yeah, Jackson. Dude. Boom, boom. And then uh, maybe grow this a little bit. You know, Eric Stevens is up in that area. He could probably put it together. You just run and he would be the guy that would facilitate it. Yeah, there you go. I think even my friend Jackson. I worked with him over at Chambers. He was saying something. Maybe this is the guy they got a hookup, but uh, Jackson needed some uh, hand sanitizer or something like that. Uh, fucking. Hand yeah, hand sanitizer. And they said that uh, they got all their hand sanitizer from Chambers Bay. Isn't that wild? Yeah, well, those guys know each other. Interesting. So I bet you Chambers bought a lot and didn't realize they needed so much. So, I mean, like those uh, respirators we didn't, that New York didn't need. Needed 40,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You four and, you yeah. know. Well, I, I was making a joke or something. Got more I, said, to share. I said, man, this... Hand sanitizer smells like shit. And the guy goes, it came from Chambers Bay. <laughs> it's like, oh. Oh, did it? Well, they probably go, gave him the old shit. Yeah. Dude, I put, some of that, I put some of that hand sanitizer on because, you know, we try to use it, like, within every hour of working. Just we put it on your hands. And, and I got put it on my hands, and I got an extra load of it. And it smelled like straight vodka. I was like, God, I hope I don't get pulled over on the way home. Right, yeah. That's what I that's what I think I was saying. So maybe we're talking about the same thing because it it smelled really, really, really strong. So <laughs> it's like, man, it smells like shit. But, but no. it's definitely potent. And when you're rubbing it on your hands, you're like, I don't I don't want that greasy feeling. It feels like it's gonna be green leaf. You should check we should definitely check in with Meadow because um it took me like, okay, we had a rent, late night uh, par three thing going on. I think we were in about six thirty, maybe seven o'clock. We didn't get done till like nine nine thirty. Like it took us like three freaking hours to play the par three course at Jackson. Wait at Jackson? Yeah, three fucking. You're playing hours. it the wrong way, dude. There's too many people. You want out me there. to come? You want, you want me to come up there and run that game? There is no game. It, I'm talking about just the people out there. Well, I know. Then you tell this is what you do. You want to know how to solve that problem? You put a you put a skins game together, and you get 25 guys that come out there religiously. So 25 guys is basically five, six tea times, right? So you say, hey, we're going to have six tea times. But we're only going to play one group. So after the last group goes off, because we don't want to wait for shit, we play quick. You can we're probably, gonna, probably we're fill, gonna start, fill it in. 
we're going to start so you get five, six, six tea times. Six tea times is about every eight minutes, so that's an hour. You say, we're going to go after, we're going to go an hour after the last group goes, and by the time we get to the ninth hole, we'll be waiting for them because they'll still be on the green. Probably. And we're going to play 25 to 30 guys in our group. I mean, that's how you solve it. Everybody throws in 20 bucks, make a nice little honey pot. Be an interesting way to play the game. Maybe skins games. I mean, 30 30 guys times how many? The skin game goes for about what? Ninety minutes. Dude, we're we're lucky. We're lucky if we're out there more than an hour and thirty. Okay, so you're. I mean, most of the time, most of the time, with thirty guys, I can get them around the course in about an hour and. 15, 20 minutes. So you could easily that, you could easily run four skins games in a day if you had the whole course, right? <laughs> the whole course. Yeah, let's say you had all. Yeah, so let's let's say all day you, you had tea times all all day. Like let's, like you rented the course. Had, let's say you had unlimited supply of players that wanted to play in these skins games. And that's all you did was pump them out, pump them out, pump them out. You could literally, you could literally do a, a group of 25. So 25 times 20 is four, 500 bucks in a pot, right? Right. So you could have a group of 25 go off every 20 minutes throughout the entire day. From dusk till dawn, or dawn till dusk. That'd at be... the last tea time, at the last tea time, uh, two hours before sundown, so that way you don't get the weird shade at the end. But yeah, you can, yeah. I mean, if you got a par three course, the thing is, gambling has to be kind of not secret, secret. Just say, hey, there's a no handicap, twenty. 20 bucks a pop, $11 play the course. You can get a six, $7 voucher in the uh, restaurant. That's what we do. That's sick. <laughs> but like I said, it takes, it takes an hour and 20 minutes to play a nine hole course. And most people take four and a half hours to play an 18 hole course. So two hours and 15 minutes. And, me and you, if we got in a cart and we were one of the first guys off in the beginning parts of the day, me and you would be done with our round. Even if we had angry and Pruitt as a foursome, we would be done in two hours and 40 minutes. People are just slow when it comes to going to the golf course. They fucking, they just think they're too good. And like, if I just took a little more time, no, you're still going to shank. You're still going to hit shitty shots. Just go up there and hit it and move on. Stop stop acting like you're that good. Some people do. I mean, some people, like if they're playing chambers, you should hopefully think that you're a good enough player to be on that course because it's very difficult. I mean, the fucking U.S. Open was played on it. What? How, how much harder could it be? <laughs> you know? I tell you, you play the right tee boxes for your handy, handicap and your driving distance, it, it's a it's a fun course to play. Most people screw up and they play back too far. 
you know, and they never have eight irons into any part fours. All they have is freaking hybrids, <laughs> you know. I mean, uh... some people some people go out there and they think they have too much balls. It's like it's like those NBA NBN with the uh, Women Professional Basketball Association. What do they call them? The WNBA. Yeah, it's <laughs> like when one of those girls perk up and they say, "Oh, if they went one on one with a guy from the NBA, they would take him down." It's like, no, honey. You, I mean, I've watched some real. Oh, that's another story. Those people, they cannot even support their own league, and they want to get paid more. Well, it sounds like all sports going to be played out of Florida. Wouldn't that be crazy? Is it just like Atlanta and Florida were the only places open? Stoney made a good call when he moved to Florida, you know, six years, eight years ago. I mean, the NBA is thinking like, we're just going to run all of our games out of fucking Walt Disney World. I guess they got an arena or something. I'm kind of scared when they open Disneyland again. There's nobody been going through that place, and you know California is known for having some big rats. Cal- I wonder if they're going to have some infant infestation problem. I don't know. We'll see. I don't you've know. Heard about a lot, you've heard a lot about that. These these towns that have been closed for a while, also than some of the uh, wild animals have been getting closer, and like walking down the middle of the street like which towns are you talking about animals. like wild animals which towns where's this happening I forget which city it was a bigger city but a mountain lion or was seen walking through that'll happen like li- that, that'll happen in Issaquah around here you know I mean the highlands and stuff like that there's wild cats and shit that'll walk through there. But uh Oh, I'm sure deer and all sorts of shit wander through. But California I too. Mean, with- Southern California that happens too. Like where I was living in Pasadena was just enough up in the foothills to shit would come down cuz you weren't too far away from like Wyoming. Wyoming? Wyoming's got shit. Well, you got to think about all the places around national parks. True. Anything that has national park, those animals spend there forever, and their natural instinct is, hey, what's over here? Shit, nobody's over here in a while. I used to see a lot of humans over here. Let's go walk around here. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is one one reason you need a gun is, like, I mean, God forbid shoot another human being, but, like, you need to fucking (laughs) herd off wild cats and, you know, like, fucking... Any bears and shit, you know? I mean, at least in the Pacific Northwest, that's a real thing. You got to worry about fucking cats and bears. We got helicopter action. You got helico- live PD in Tacoma right now? Got a, got a I helicopter? Known, but they're going. Yeah, it's going right over towards Wapato. Oh, God. Oh, God. I haven't heard any cars honk in a while though we might be in the clear so i didn't know that so tacoma's got helicopters huh 
police helicopters? Yeah, police helicopters. How ghetto do you think we are? I don't know, because, like, you don't see them in most places, but um, when I lived in Pasadena, I guess they've got a lot of helicopters, I guess, because they were out almost every single (laughs) fucking night. Every night. I think the helicopters only got my brother. Oh, God. Oh, man, Danny. Danny Diggler. You like how I put it right off in the end? That way we don't have time to talk about it. Let's see. Well, we do got... We could talk about it, but uh, your brother went down via helicopter? (laughs) No, that's how he got caught. As I said, he went down... the Pope, well, no, he didn't get shot, but the Popo was looking for him, and they found him, and they relocated him to a smaller uh, establishment that he resides in now. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like the rest of this week, but I didn't go on, like, a massive bike ride. I'm talking, like, 30 miles at least. How many miles? Let's Sounds see. like you take your, should take your bike up to the mountains or something. I think I could bike from Edmonds all the way to Tacoma. That would be probably <laughs> probably four and a half hours. Maybe five you know hours. Just, five <laughs> hours of biking. You know you know who you should hook up with is uh, James. James has a cool-ass bike. He's got a light for it. He likes to go through all those tunnels and shit. He likes to go to different spots, and he likes to go on long like, rides, and he goes fast. See, I'm not, I'm not, a, a I'm not about going fast. I just, I just try to fucking in, get through it. You know, I mean, like, well, if, if you, you go, go from one town to another on a bike, that's a pretty good bike ride. James would be a great guy for you to be like, dude, Let's go take this bike route. I'll meet you on Tuesday. Done. All right. Yeah, I got to figure that out. We should have James on the podcast, too. Yeah, he might do it. I don't know. You know, I found a he way. Kinda keep, he kind of keep, he kinda keeps quiet. He probably just listened to us and he's laughing at us the I've, whole time. <laughs> you guys tell me he's an idiot. <laughs> I, I, found, I found a way of doing this mobile. They've got this, because uh, all I need is literally one plug like a, a, a like a real electrical plug though you know and uh i found this thing it's like a portable power bank and it's got like a fucking regular outlet in it 110 you know plug-in outlet and you can fucking charge it with the fucking solar panels man so you can take that anywhere go put it in the car i can hook it wire the podcast in a car at the beach your place I'm saying the Freedom Festival. Oh, man. How about the Freedom Festival? We got to figure out how to get that a little more mobile where we got like a, we we could put like a, something we could hoist over our shoulders and walk with the equipment as we walk down the street. I'm almost. Solar solar panels hanging off our hats. Ooh. We don't even need the solar panels. We just charge it up once. The power in those things, we can do probably a couple shows. That's all we would need to do. If I had a bigger one, they've got like a huge one. It weighs like 22 fucking pounds. But I just want something that will fit in a backpack. Put all this shit in a backpack and fucking 
be able to just walk into the middle of something, set up a fucking podcast, and we just do it live at these events. I, what I tell you, I say uh, we take uh, Sex Club Jerry, uh-huh. and we say, hey, we're going to go have lunch at uh, the Redfin, and then after we have lunch and we have a couple of drinks, and smoke, we're going to go smoke some uh, pot down on the uh, on the public area. Uh-huh. We're going to do a podcast. We're going to do a podcast there. And anybody that lives in the Tacoma or Seattle area that's kind of they show up because it's kind of like a little area you can hang out. Yeah. And t- we could totally. just see what, what friends want to show up, who wants to talk. Maybe a couple of people get on. Maybe we do it like a uh, little table interview, bring a little table and just be like, yeah, I was thinking it'd be pretty sweet to, uh, you know, get one of those foldable tables, throw out my Papa shade, have just a couple of fucking chairs and, just sit outside and fucking do it. I could see if PGD would sponsor us so we could just use their uh, shade tent that we do for the outside sales, but I don't know if that would go through okay. I have a 10 by 10. I just need a... We just need a full... Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah, you took it to Dave Matthews last year. Did I? Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, so I got one. Not going to be this year. It's all right. We can maybe do our own thing, figure something out. Is I wonder if uh, that country fest still going to go on? I don't think so. I think it might have got canceled. If Dave got canceled, pretty sure everything else around Dave got canceled because watershed. Here's my question. A I lot think of before it. Yeah, yeah. It's, but here's my question: If everything's getting canceled and everybody kind of goes back to normal because obviously social distancing isn't a big thing right now, but it's okay if you wear a mask. So as long as you just have a lot of people and they wear a mask, you should be able to, you know. I think people should just have to wear fucking gloves, man. That would solve a lot of problems. Well, the thing is, the thing is, if you wear gloves, you're less likely to wash them. And the thing is, you're touching more surfaces in that person's trouble. Well, maybe they use the gloves until they, like, eat and then take the gloves off and eat. But the thing is, I just think it needs to wash your... Just wash your... Don't wear gloves. Don't wear a mask. Just wash your hands more. Just wash your hands more. And don't touch your face. Well, stop picking your nose. Stop picking your nose and eating that burger, you <laughs> disgusting people out there. Stop doing it. That's the reason why this shit, shit's flying all around. Picking your you teeth, with, picking your teeth with your with your fucking fingernail. That needs to stop. I mean, Saw someone doing that the other day. I'm like, are you serious? Don't put I, your don't I put your food on that. don't put your food on the table and then like and then eat it off of the fucking counter. You know, put it on a plate. Fuck. Put, it, put it this way. Put it this way. Just wipe down your personal surfaces. Like everybody's talking about your personal space. Well, if you got this personal space, then just pick up after yourself a little bit more. Fucking wipe some shit down a little bit more. If you touched it, who says you don't got cooties? Wipe it down and respect for other people and be like, hey, I don't know if I got anything, but I hope you don't get it. I wiped it down. Just 
and by you washing your hands and using the sanitizer once in a while, the hand sanitizer, you know, every couple hours or every hour. I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't I mean, do that. But the thing is, think, think about this. If we're doing this, this is stuff we've never done. I mean, I've always washed my hands after I go in the bathroom. But there's many a times I've hit a golf club and got back in the cart and grabbed my freaking hot dog and grabbed my beer and just start, you know. Now I know, hey, I don't. I mean, a rule of thumb, like hygiene rule of thumb. If you're doing anything dirty or disgusting, fucking wash your hands within like two hours of doing that. Because like, you don't want the germs to build up, right? And then. uh, Wash Wash like, your filth asses. Yeah, like when we would, re- okay, it's not, probably nothing grosser like than wrestling another human being and sweating any, on each other. And like, I mean, I've had people like sweat and it dropped my mouth. Fucking gross, right? Like, I mean, you're, you're gross. It is it's fucking gross. But um, you know, whatever. It's part of the training, whatever. You just kind of get through it. Like, I mean, if you're struggling for your fucking life, it doesn't really matter if sweat lands anywhere you just don't think about it you're thinking about trying to position yourself to win a, a, a battle you know and uh you're touching each other but the gen- general rule of thumb is uh, hygiene wise is to fucking you know as soon as you leave the gym take a fucking shower with in an hour no late i mean you are in the fucking red zone if you waited four hours and you haven't taken a shower get like staph infections and all sorts of stuff starts growing on your skin we we need to like wash our hands and take showers more often. I mean, fuck, take two showers a day. Well, let me ask you a question. You're a guy that may or may not like to go to a gym now and then. And so if you go to the gym nowadays, one of the best thing for you is just to have a, like every 10 feet, have a little spray bottle and some paper towels that you just wipe it down, throw it in. Maybe it's a, a, a towel towel rather than a paper towel so they can wash it and stuff. I don't know. But yeah, you, I, I would wash. You, I would I'd spray all, everything well, down. Well, I'm going to say you're obviously going to go to the gym in the future. Yeah. So how would you like them to set it up in order for you to feel like, oh, this is cool? Because you're not going to wait for somebody to spray it down. You're going to have to take the responsibility of spraying shit down for yourself. Yeah, well, you know, we weren't worried about a pandemic before, but now we are, and I think we're going to see a lot of fucking people start to wipe, like, the treadmill down or, like, the fucking weights down or work out with gloves. Like, I mean, that's just going to be a normal thing at a gym because right now the way gyms are ran are, like, fucking, yeah, they clean them, you know, once a day, but, like, you really need to clean a gym, like, hourly through the day. You know, I mean, they're one of the most disgusting places you can be. But uh, talking about disgusting places you could be, talking about disgusting places you could be. Um, some of us guys have made some bad decisions in the past, and I wonder if we're all suddenly going to like. Because have you ever dated a girl that's been like a slob or like really messy? And then you're always cleaning up after her and shit like that. Now you're like, hey, I don't want any like little little CV from you. Well, what? You're gonna have to start cleaning up your shit. Corona. Okay. 
No, like, uh, think about this. After this, let's say you meet a girl. You meet a girl, you're digging her and stuff, and then all of a sudden she invites you back to her place, and you get over there, and she's just, she's just messy. She doesn't wipe down anything. She doesn't clean anything, but she's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. She she probably doesn't have anything. Doesn't mean she's not going to get something down the road, and then all of a sudden give it to your old ass when you're sixty. Okay. I'm just saying, it, for me, it's like, now I'm going to be more particular. When I actually meet a girl, I'm going to be like, hey, is this bitch kind of, is she clean? Where are your papers? <laughs> no, I just want to make sure she's tidy. Like, like, go to her house and it looks like she does some sort of maintenance. And, you know, because I'm just saying, some girls can be really messy. Really. Can messy. I, I've, I've never been with a messy girl. Like they've always kind of cleaned up after me. I mean, I don't think that I'm that messy to begin with, but you know, I I don't always like maybe wash the dishes guy. right 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 away. So, you know, I don't vacuum every single day. You know, like just kind of you know when when you say like you say it's intolerable, say, then I'll do it. I don't wash I don't wash I don't wash the dishes every day. I don't vacuum every day. So you, my question is, would you say like I don't wash the dishes every two days. I don't vacuum every two days. I'm saying you probably vacuum, you probably vacuum your place maybe three times a month and then you wash your dishes every third day. Because you got to let them soak. Depends. I mean, depends on what's going on. Like, I'm not going to do it for three days. But like, I mean, you've got to... If you had a girl coming if you had a girl coming over, you would make sure that that place was pretty clean. Yeah, you never, wouldn't want her to think never, fucker. never, you know, dirty dishes ever. Honestly, because on it, you can, you only need a a pan, a plate, and some dishes. And like, if you just wash that shit every time you're done with it, it's much more effective than just fucking putting shit in the dishwasher and then putting it in a dishwasher. To be honest with you, because like. You kind of got to clean them anyway, so just clean with your hand. Put them, let them air dry. Just only use a couple pieces of like you know a plate, knife, and a fork. So you're saying your hands, your hands touch everything in your house? No, I'm, sa- I'm no, I'm saying wash your fucking dishes when you're done with them. Well, do you wash them every day or every other day or third day? Try to wash them every day. You don't wash them every day. Yeah, no, I do. I would, I would, I would say, yeah, I would say 90% of the time. I mean, there are some times where it's like just fucking so late and you get tired and you go to sleep and you just don't wash the dishes, but like they're definitely done the next day. I mean, but that, that's really gross. I I guarantee you if after you eat, you're hanging out, you watch a TV show or you get caught up on a podcast or something, then you go out to the back porch and you smoke a joint and you say I can smoke this joint but I gotta make sure that the kitchen's clean I wash the dishes and then you smoke the joint you just enjoy it you just enjoy it yeah and yeah you go that's back nice in and like, you're like, you're like this is totally cool I do this every day right you gotta make yourself a little promise to yourself that you're gonna be like yeah that's right you gotta, you gotta, set, you gotta set goals in life so with that said Let's just wrap this up. Uh, set those goals. Set your goals and achieve them. 
Anyway. Put a carrot stick Put a carrot on the end of your stick, but make sure you can get it at the end of the night. Yeah. All right. Well, peace out, everybody. We'll talk to you next one. <laughs>